On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three stocks that you should add to your watch list right now. Each of them are meant for different investing styles, right? The first one we're going to take a look at is one that I would say is a pretty strong value play. The second one is going to be a growth stock. And the third one's going to be more of a speculative play, high risk, high reward type deal. Like always, for each company, we're going to try to understand what they do. We're going to look at fundamentals and I'm going to share my overall thoughts. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on twitch where i live stream taking a look at stocks you want me to look at so let's get started but before we begin let's take a listen to today's sponsor i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video motley fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels you guys know i love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks and right now i have a discount for one of my favorite services the fool offers through the motley fool stock advisor services you get access to ton of expert stock picks every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals stock advisors average stock picks have done amazing returns if growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stack advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. So the first stock we're going to take a look at is one in the value play later on we're going to look at the valuation on this one and it, it seems pretty pretty great right now this is going to be salesforce.com it is traded under the new york stock exchange as ticker crm right now it's sitting at about 221 dollars with a market cap of about 200 about 202 billion dollars um so it's definitely a nice larger cap company um and we can see from its all-time high the stock is down about 21.93 percent but with the first thing i'm seeing is since august this company has not moved much and this is what we're seeing right we, we've seen it with a lot of the fang stocks um most of them didn't move for the past six months and recently they started to go up and up and up and i'm feeling like salesforce might be one in line so for those that don't know about salesforce salesforce is a crm and i think it's so funny how their stock ticker is actually what they do or what the market they're hitting. They, so CRM is customer relationship management tools. It helps companies understand where they need to sell, how much they need to sell. Um, you can get a lot of analytics from this type of information and definitely check out the website. They have plenty of demos online that you can watch to see how Salesforce is needed by all different types of companies. They're working with small businesses, large businesses, for sales they also do different types of services and multi-products one thing i really like about salesforce is they've been pretty i want to say aggressive and not many people have been talking about it but they've been pretty aggressive with acquisition for example in december of 2020 they signed a, a definitive agreement to acquire slack outside of slack they they recently bought tableau um and tableau is like a visual analytics platform which allows their customers to see more data visualizations of, of where their customers are at what type of growth what type of market they're hitting so i do believe they are super smart and management is being super smart with the companies they are acquiring if we take a look at salesforce most recent earnings they were super strong revenue for the quarter was up 20 percent compared to the same time last year revenue this was for their quarter four fiscal year of 2021 
Their full revenue for the year was up 24% compared to same time last year. Operating cash flow is positive at 33% year over year. They also gave guidance for their fiscal year of 2022. And it's so weird, right? I'm saying 2022, um, but it's really much for this year of 2021. It seems like they're financial year is a year ahead of their calendar year i feel like sometimes some people get confused because of that they expect this being a two year out but they raised their guidance for 22 and that still represents a 21 percent year-over-year growth so it's insane right this is a company that is growing double digits but the way it's been its market has been reacting you would think it was a, a slow growth company if we take a closer look at fundamentals analysts believe this company will grow 14.5 percent on average for the next three to five years the other thing we're seeing is this company is profitable they are positive in cash flow from operations which is something i really really much enjoy and we're seeing this uptrend in revenue here if we take a look at their balance sheet they have a strong cash flow cash and short-term investment compared to debt remember they are profitable remember they are positive in cash flow from operations so this is definitely a stock i enjoy in form of uh, of fundamentals right so now let's take a look at valuation and why i believe this should definitely be added to your watch list right now all right so i'm taking a look at salesforce in ev to EBITDA margins and first thing i'm seeing i'm looking at the past three years right now it's sitting at about 58.65 and this is actually on normal it's somewhere between 60 to 80 so right now we can see it's on the lower range of where it's normally at that's a great thing it's definitely pulled back the only time it's ever been this this kind of low has been during that whole COVID crash that we saw in March all right so the second stock we're going to take a look at is Neo Technologies this is traded under the Nasdaq as ticker NIU it is currently sitting at about $38.22 with a market cap of 2.45 billion dollars from its all-time highs in the last six months it is down about 22 percent so it's definitely seen a pullback for those not familiar with this company this is going to be a ev play this is also going to be a international chinese play so for those so neo like i mentioned is an ev scooter platform they have a lot of different scooters uh and different models here we can see all the models they're hitting um and we're going to take a look at the type of growth they're seeing right now they just released their quarter one production numbers they haven't given us their earnings yet um, but it gives us an insight of how well this company is doing this quarter so in the first quarter of 2021 neo sold about 150 e-scooters representing a 272 percent year over year growth i do believe a good portion of this growth was because last year around quarter one um parts of asia were already shutting down right uh it, it started in in europe and in the united states a little bit later but i do think in china the the, the stop or, or the or the closing was already happening so that's why i do believe they're seeing a strong growth year over year the number of e-scooters so but still that's still strong numbers they're still seeing insane numbers e-scooters sold in china were a good portion of that 150 about 145 came from china and that represented 325 percent year over year growth international markets were about 5,000 scooters main international markets that they're hitting right now are Europe but this international market sales of e-scooters was down about 15% compared to the same time last year we're seeing right um Europe right now is still seeing a bit of closures at this point of of quarter one of last year I don't think Europe was closing too much but now they have been closing back and forth um so I do they're, they're saying that's a main reason 
for this drop in sales. A few things to note if you are long in NEO right now is even though they saw this huge growth in sales, one of the major reasons is they came up with a new scooter, a cheaper, an econom- economical scooter um, for China. So it has a lower sales price. Obviously, with lower sales price, it also has lower margins. So they are saying that in the future, it is going to affect the company's overall revenue blend, the over- company's overview margins. I believe that's okay, right? We've seen a bit, a lot of big players come out with a little bit more expensive products at first. And once they want to expand into more customers, they release a more economical, a more economical vehicle. And it seems to have been working out pretty well. On April 6th of 2021, so today, the company also launched four new products, mainly in China. And they did do one new product in the international markets. Another thing I like about Neo is that they work with a lot of big e-commerce and some of the and you can buy their scooters through these e-commerce, especially in China. If we take a look at future growth, analysts believe this company will grow 35.1% on average for the next three to five years. They are profitable already. They do have positive and cash flow from operations. So fundamentally in a great place. They also have a very strong balance sheet, more cash than debt. Remember, they are profitable the final company we're going to take a look at is one that i would say it's more risk but with more risk you have the potential of getting bigger rewards and this one's going to be a SPAC the SPAC ticker is ACIC and it's currently sitting at $10.21 this is very close to its nominal value right I'm I'm happy we have these SPACs right now back to these values so the company this SPAC is going to merge with is expected to be Archer and that's the one they're in talks with they gave us an investor's presentations for 2020 for March of 2021 so this is pretty pretty recent and Archer is an EV air vehicle ride sharing application obviously we don't see many planes flying out right now we don't see this kind of ride sharing happening right now so this is more of a stock for the future one things we're gonna see right I I actually did a video on SPACs you can click on the link here where I talk about some of the dangers. The dangers doesn't mean don't invest in them. Just understand what are some of the major risks. And this is a prime example. This is going to be a stock that, hey, right now we're going to see has very low revenue. That doesn't mean it's a bad investment. That just means, hey, I have to I understand that this company will probably not show any types of revenue for the next few years. If that's the case, then this stock price maybe might be very, very volatile in news. It It's more going to be dependent on what type of projects they're working with, how close are they getting to, to testing some of their applications or to building their overall infrastructure. It's going to have to do very, very little on the company's revenue. So it's great to understand what stage that business is in. The valuation this company is going to be given post-merger will be somewhere around $2.7 billion. They say their price-to-sales ratio is about 1.2x based on 20 2026 that's five years from now right that's an insane move from now but if one is very interested in getting into this market early these types of companies might be the best way around it some big notes that investors have been liking is first morgan stanley estimates the urban air mobility to be about 1.5 to approximately three three trillion dollar business by 2040 that's about six is that six, 19 years from now right so a long time one good thing is they do have a $1 billion in orders from United Airlines and options for an additional $500 million of aircraft. The only thing is we have to get a little bit closer to that order. Um, what does that order entitle? Uh, can they back out any time? But regardless, a $1 billion order on a $2.7 billion valuation company uh, and being backed up by such a big player can be, can be something really good, right? Archer says this delivery of aircraft for United Airlines is not expected 
expected to begin until 2024 and there's probably going to be so many delays from here right it's very very rare for a company to actually for any company right to actually meet their deadlines of their initial especially something three to four years out in the future and the main thing they they want to talk about is how this transportation is meant to not just for super high income individuals it's actually meant for everyday person for example one of the driving ones if you take them it, it will take about 70 minutes to get from jfk to manhattan or manhattan to jfk and it will take about it will cost about 76 dollars with archer it will cost about 50 dollars, so it'll be cheaper and it will also be only 22 minutes so it'll be also more time savings um, so obviously, if they can hit this market in the future, I can see huge potential. Uh, for me, it's still too early in the game, um, but there might be some people who are interested in this market. So that's it for today's episode. Those are the three stocks I wanted to take a look at. I really enjoyed all of them. Um, I really, really liked the value play and the growth play today. Um, and these, the third stock was one that came up on a Twitch live stream uh, a viewer wanted to take a look at. So make sure to join me on Twitch where I take a look at stocks you want me to look at. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.